G'day everyone and welcome to episode 7 of From the Spot. In this episode, we're going to cover all things football following game week 5 of the Premier League. Boys, we're off the back of a short turnaround with a Champions League episode. How are we all going? Yeah, good man. How, how good was that Champions League episode? Absolutely loved it. Um, I'm good, thanks man. I've had a pretty pretty busy day at work. I'm just chilling out at home. Just cracked open my first beer of the night. I'm pretty keen to get into this app. Jane, man's, how about you, man? Man's having a, having a beer on like a... On a weekday, bro, I, I would never, ever, I could not handle that. Um, Monday night. Bro, I would struggle. I'm running off four hours sleep, boys. Got a good workout in. As you can see, I'm a little sunburnt. Work was pretty tough. Got to put sunscreen on. Um, but it is what it is. Monday. The, the weekend went really, really quick, um, I thought. Kimmy, you agree? Yeah, that, I'd, just I like, I'd just like to remind you, Jaden, that this is a podcast and no one can actually see you at the moment. So. I was talking to you, but- boys. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the the um the the weekend did go quick, and I feel you. I'm tired as well. But went too quick. Hey, four hours sleep. Yeah, a lot of football. A lot That's of football. Early early start for us on Saturday morning with Leeds yeah. in Newcastle. Actually, Saturday morning early starts. You love. To I see. feel like we get no sleep anymore. Eh? Yeah. Just no. football. Just football. It's the worst time. It's nothing worse than looking at it and seeing. United play at 11 o'clock on a Sunday night and it's like <laughs> too, it's too early to go to bed and wake up and it's too late to oh mate I actually had a quick power nap I had an hour of sleep before really the game. bro you got yeah. lucky bro best thing ever you should have got off your PlayStation mate mate I, I wouldn't have fell asleep um, that's all right we'll move in boys um to the game week we got a, a big six clash um didn't look like it Chelsea Tottenham Chelsea took this one three 0 um, they look at the real deal, boys. Chelsea are looking the real deal. Um, Kemi, mate, is is Tuchel proving the doubt is wrong? There was a lot of criticism over his time at PSG, and and when Chelsea appointed him, there was a lot of, oh, is he the right guy? And I mean, obviously, he proved to win in the Champions League, but but in the Prem alone, they're looking the real deal. Yeah, I've got to agree with you. They um they look like a genuine title winning side. I mean, all of the headlines. Um, this morning were um, they're the team to beat now um, after City's result. So, I mean, you've got to, got to watch and see what they do moving forward. But they've got like 10 different goal scorers or something over these yeah. over the opening five weeks. Like, they have quality all over the pitch. Yeah, I think he's working dreams for this squad, eh? He's making players like Marcus Alonso look like an absolute freak. Like, they're just they're playing so class at the moment all over the pitch, and it's so good to watch. Well, Marcus Alonso has um, – he's, like, picked up where he left off where he had that good season. With contact. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, like, we haven't seen him really um, since then play, play this well and this consistent. And these opening few weeks of season, he has been a monster. Yeah, to me, I reckon he's heaps underrated, eh? He is. Um, when I was play, when I was playing as a, as a left-back in my time, you know, a few years ago – that was the player I tried to model my game after. Such a tall left back, and he's he's not he's not the quickest, but he he never really loses any ground um, against the quicker wingers. And it's a little surprising. I think he's one of the the higher IQ defenders in the league for sure. Well, individual performances, Jaden. Um, Thiago Silva this morning. Mm-hmm. What he is 35 years old. I don't quote, 36, don't quote like me. Yeah, something like that. Um, 
people, you just spoke about modeling your game of Marcus Alonso. Every young, young aspiring center back out there, he was amazing this morning, even in the box. He was. Um, I'd like it got got amongst the goals. Um, you know, there was a lot of lot of criticism on his part last season. I think he even lost his starting spot after the West Brom game when they conceded conceded five. Um, but like he came in today, and I don't think he's played much this year, this season, and he's just he just looked like he hasn't missed a step. He looked like he was twenty eight again, back playing for PSG and killing it. Absolutely. I mean, like you look at like you got you got to give credit to him, but at the same time, it's not like he had much to go against. Like we'll get we'll get into it in a second, but like Tottenham were Tottenham were hopeless. Yeah, well they conceded all three goals to Chelsea's back line. Like how good's Rudiger been playing as well? Oh Kante. Wait, Rudiger's oh, well, defensive midfielder, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. No, nah, they're playing absolute class at the moment, Chelsea. It's good to watch. I've got to say though, for me watching it back, I and uh Tuchel agreed here, because he said it as well. Tottenham were probably the better side in the first half. Both teams were sloppy, but Tottenham probably just had the upper hand in that first half, but it all went to shit for him in the second period anyway. Yeah, I think I think the biggest thing is like like watching it um, this morning, like I watched it back, and I, I don't really agree too much. I thought it was like 50-50. I don't think Tottenham like had a clear edge in that first half. I thought it was 50-50, but I mean... I'm not a world class manager, so um, I guess I guess he's got got a got a point there. Um, but at, at the end of the day, I think Tottenham the Nuno height might have been too early. I think um, like they had a good performance against um, against City, and then they they played well in the the following games. But I just think that you know Kane needs to go in the January market, um, and they need to strengthen their side because hey, no Oliver Skip, no party. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> no, he's out of the game, Dylan. He loves yeah, this Yeah, I know. I know. I know. He's, 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 he's lost, me. I don't know what to how, say. How quick has he jumped from Declan Rice to Oliver Skip, though? It's insane. I'm a Declan Rice fanboy. <laughs> yeah, you were. Shut if up. I met, if were. I met Oliver Skip, I would be so happy. <laughs> no, nah, well, they, um, that, honeymoon, that honeymoon period for Nuno is definitely out the window there. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, Even with Kane and Son playing back, they still can't get any goals, so... Lost to see from them, boys. Their attack is so disjointed. Like it is, man. Kane, and I'll say it again. Like the first half, they were okay. I mean, like to like to Shell said, Chelsea was sloppy anyway. Um, but yeah, that like, happens. But like in the final third, it's I don't know. It just reminds me of Leeds. How well, yeah. bad is Timo Werner? Okay, I'm sorry. Calm down. I'm sorry. He is terrible. The man did come from Salzburg. Don't forget. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, what, man, yeah, is dog shit, bro. That's what I thought, Dill. Lukaku um, just giving him the ball where he could have scored. Like, what's he doing? He did also get an assist, Dylan. So you got to give him that credit. Got to give him that credit. Um, I don't like him. That's fair enough, mate. But I mean, to, to your credit, um, to your point, sorry, Kemi, you said that Chelsea was sloppy, and they were. But that's what happens when you rotate the team as much as Tuchel has been. Um, like, it's going to be disjointed, and I think. I think that, that they did really well to, to hold out a, a sloppy Tottenham attack and, and then really take over in the second half when they, they started to gel a little bit more. Um, but, I mean, i I got nothing to say on Tottenham. I just think that Kane needs to go. Um, he has no enthusiasm, doesn't want to be there. 
he's just proven it right, proven it right every week. Well, um, we spoke about it on the UCL app with Jonesy about um, the squad depth and almost being detrimental. It was just lucky that uh, Tichel sort of sorted it out in the shed that half time. Um, talking about going just, out the window, though. Talking about going out the window. Did you guys see Wolves and Brentford? Yes, it was a good game. I love Brentford. They might, they might. That's like my Oliver skip. Brentford. I love them. I love the way they play. I love how they get in there. They play good, quick football. It's good to watch. Dylan didn't even know who Brentford was before this year. Yeah, no, I had no idea, man. <laughs> man, man, literally was going off in the chat like, "Oh my god, they're dominating Wolves!" And this is like thirty minutes in when Wolves were dominating Brentford, and I'm like, "He's not even watching the game." No, I thought but that it, um that the way Wolves started was how oh. how everyone would expect them to start after coming off their first win. For sure, they were, um, they, were they were phenomenal. They, they were. Like, they got the ball forward well. They got the ball um, to their front three well. But then following that corner with Marcel's oh. um, rugby tackle to give away that he, penalty. What is he thinking? What is he um, thinking? It was a completely different side, and it's almost like they handed in the game. Me yeah, Brentford of the three points. Yeah, 100%. Um, Brentford just just ran with it. Like, I, and it sucks because that second goal that, that Brentford scored, like, it. You feel bad for the young kid, um, Kilman, I think his name is. You feel bad the for right him. back? Yeah, no, he was a centre back. They played three centre backs, Kilman. Right. Um, he he got back in time for Tony, but what was like? He just tried to scoot the ball in between his legs, and Tony's like, "No, nah, I'll just take that back. Thanks, mate." Like you did all Means that. Fell over. Pardon? He fell over. He fell over at the best, like the crucial point. He slid, didn't he? I think he fell. I don't know. He fell either way. Uh, either way, he shouldn't have gone to ground. Um, and it, it was good good composure from Tony, but I think that at the end of the day, um, Brentford had the mentality to go on and win. And I, Marcel like, was was um, complaining that it wasn't a pen to the ref. And I'm like, dude. But he's he wrapped his, both his arms around him and rugby tackled him. Tackled him. Like an, Why are you complaining? He was playing AFL. It was from behind as well. <laughs> I'm not um I'm not too happy with the way Ruben Neves started the season. Um, ever you know ever since the United game, um, and that Pogba thing, he's kind of gone down pretty pretty easily, and, and made sure made sure to make a point to the referee that he is down. Um, and he's yeah. done a bit of the theatrics, and it's not something you like to see. I think that all. I think that a lot of uh, a lot of players are doing that now because of the the change in the referees, mm. like they want to almost. If the referee doesn't initially call it, they want to almost force the VAR to look at it or just yeah. to let the ref know that it's it was the wrong call. Um, look, I don't think we should take much away from Brentford. Like they they no. didn't they didn't have an amazing performance, but um, for them to close the game out the last 15, 20 minutes with ten men and still and ar- arguably still look the most likely that was the longest fifteen minutes ever. It was, was for them. Yeah, it was so absolutely. Slow. Especially with the amount of stoppage time as well, but um, look, Brentford, Brentford are making waves. Like they, we've said it before. We'll say it again. They, they've shown that they are here to stay. Um, yeah. They play a good, energetic style of football, and all the players have bought into it. So good on them. So, to deal, mate, your second favorite team. Uh, they got yeah. they got the good result. What what do you think Brentford's ceiling um, is this year, in your opinion? 
like how far they can go in the how, how high can they go and then realistically where they go and then like the bottom give me give me a ceiling and then a, where you think they'll end up all right well i think that if brentford can stick to the type of football they're playing like you see they like to play one two touch football around the midfield it's really good to watch if Mbwamo, Mbwamo? Mbwamo. I, I still can't pronounce his M- name. Mbwamo. Mbwamo. Yeah, if that man can get his shots on target, like he hits the ball so <laughs> clean, if he can score more goals, I feel like they go that extra bit further. But I feel like... Maybe, Where is that bit further? <laughs> yeah, I think for Brentford, the to- the highest they go this year is that 10th, 10th, 9th place. Yep. Um, but they're... Um, I don't think they go more than four places below that. They're, they're staying way clear of relegation zone, I reckon. Um, but I feel like they – I just love the way they play, man. Absolutely love it. It's becoming a, a running theme here where we've, we're talking about Embuemo's end product. And and while we're on that, because we're making – we're talking all about Embuemo's end product, but another part of the pitch is that the, end, the end product that Adama Traore is producing is just – looks like something I produce – in a, in a top-level game, you know what I mean? Well, I oh, think, it's terrible, man. I think, Jaden, you've just mentioned two players that have the same problem, mm. is that they just want to rush it. Yeah. They get Yo, to those 100%. areas, they get to those areas, and they just want to rush it. I mean, in that second half, mate, I don't think Adama Traore made one decent cross. No. There was one that he overhit that almost sort of caused Raya a little bit of uh, problems on the goal line there, but mm. he his radar was well off. It's, it really sucks because if he if he had some end product, he'd be a phenomenal player. Like, he's so, so hard to stop when he's got the ball at his feet. But then he, you, you let him get to the A&R box and he can't do anything with it. <laughs> he just smashes it. He definitely just belts the ball and hopes yeah. for the best. He has no end product. He's a physical beast, like an absolute monster. Um, but he has no, no technical ability whatsoever. Yeah, yes, but when he, you're younger... He has such an explosive power when he takes his man on that it's 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 almost like he has to double up because Brentford couldn't sort it out in that first 25 when Wolves were on top. Um, they they had trouble uh, dealing with him down that left-hand side. But, um, yeah, it's just a shame that, like like we said during the game, he's like a Cristiano Ronaldo to the 18-yard yeah. and then the wish product <laughs> moving forward. <laughs> was, um, it's weird, though, because, like, you think – because um, I think you were just about to mention this, Dylan, but he was a, he was in the Barcelona um, La Masia Academy um, as a kid. Like, even – I think up till 17 or 18, he was, he was in the Barcelona Academy system. Um, but, I mean – there must be a reason why he was um while he was was released in yeah the... well they're they're also the ages where you learn that when you're taking the ball down the wing you have to pick out the man you want to play it to and man's dead set trying to pick out his left back yeah when he's, <laughs> when he's trying to when he's trying to get a ball across the face of the goal i mean at the end no i i'll give i'll give a dumb try of this because when like when you're trying to put a cross in sometimes you're just looking to put it into a dangerous dangerous area like you're not even essentially sometimes looking for a player. You're just looking to put it into that that dangerous area because a good striker will always be in that dangerous area. He must be thinking you're at left back then. Because <laughs> um, I'm in the I'm in good spots. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. No, because it's a dangerous area. Because you're there, bro. Kemi, mate. Um, we'll move on to City Southampton. Um, I know we're all we're all we were giving you a bit of crap before the podcast started recording. Um. Now, full credit to Southampton. 
Um, they didn't back down at all against City. But I think that, that the main thing that sticks out to me is is Sterling has to go. His, his selfishness and his greediness really cost you three points there. And he was he didn't have a great game. So no, he it's um it's tough because Sterling's been a massive part of our success in the past. So I mean as a as a city supporter, you don't want to say that about him, but I have to agree it's, it's just becoming more in- inconsistent as the performances go on. Um you might have to help me with the pronunciation here, Jaden. Southampton's manager Ralph. Hassan Hoodle. I think um, I'm like he, 90, 90% sure that's how it's pronounced. Yeah, yeah. How yeah, do you know um, these things? How do you know how to pronounce these names? <laughs> I listen to the commentators and then I, I look yeah, at the line and fair enough. I'm gonna I'm gonna call him Ralphie. So um <laughs> <laughs> Ralph. Ralph Ralphie said before the game that um you have to be perfect to to take mm. points away from City at the Etihad. Now um I don't think Southampton were perfect. I thought I thought no. they were far from it. However, City weren't that much better. You can't expect to have one shot on target and take points off a overachieving Southampton side that um, even Pep said is worrying and they have threatened to upset some big teams in the past already. It was just very disappointing that we were we we were um just off the mark once we got the ball into those areas. Yeah, and I, I think that the when Ralphie um, like said you have to be perfect, I think think when he, what he means is like you have to be perfect because usually like ninety five percent of the time City are perfect, like they are spot on. And I think, Kenny, I've got a question for you. Like, you you saw no Ferran Torres start. Um, obviously De Bruyne didn't start. No Foden start. And, does City need a certified striker for when Ferran Torres isn't playing? Because Sterling isn't it. Jesus didn't look ama- like amazing in the Champions League, like in that spot. And and when Ferran Torres, if he's injured or he's not in good form, you haven't really got anyone that you can go to and put in that, that centre-forward spot. Do you, do you think that you would like to see them go out and buy a certified striker in January? Or um, I think that for the last two years, we've probably said... A similar thing. We, we we want an out and out striker, but it's tough because Pep. I mean, God knows what Pep thinks week to week, right? Yeah. Um, you, you don't know. You don't know what he's lining up with. So he's about to put Walker up front. We can. Yeah, I know. I know. So I mean, we can. I can sit here and say, yeah, we need an out and out striker, but then we get the out and out striker and he doesn't play because he plays the false nine. So, um. I mean, I would entertain the thought of like Harland, Harry someone, Kane, Harry Kane. Oh, yeah, Ooh, Harry, Kane Harry Kane would well. be like, a good signing. Harry Kane, some, he should go in in January. I just think we need someone that isn't necessarily a striker, but a a, uh, a central player to that front three, a hard runner, a really good finisher, and can just just be super super hard to mark. That, so that's you want what Lukaku? I think City need. You want yeah, Lukaku? Uh, maybe Dylan, maybe. <laughs> I just, nah. I just think that Sterling wasn't wasn't great in that that role, and I mean, like I said, his selfishness and his greediness really cost the three points. Like Foden had that, and he's just, it's just greedy to me. Well, the thing is, being a top top player like Sterling, being on the bench Not so top. often as he, you know, for for 
Oh, well, he's he's he has been a very no, good player been. in the Premier League. He had a good he had a good he had a good season for Liverpool. And that's All right, it. Well, whatever, whatever. But being as good as Sterling is, and having to play off the bench like throughout the past couple of games, getting his starting like starting in this role, I feel like he's gonna take the ball more, hog it, be a bit more selfish to prove that he deserves to be starting. So I think I think that's where he's you're seeing that from. But um, Southampton really played a normal Southampton game here. They really took it to City. They they've been doing this a lot this season, and it's good to see. Like our mates were like, "Oh, West Ham are going to smash Southampton." And I was like, "Nah, I mean, I reckon it's going to be a draw because Southampton is so hard to crack this year." Yeah, I just think that that they're well they're well drilled. But I mean, everybody had tabs on them not doing well because of their lack of activity in the transfer market and just. I mean, no disrespect at all, but just their overall team on paper. Um, and I think Ralph has done an amazing job to rally the, that team, especially that starting 11 against City, because like I said, they weren't amazing, but they still took a point away from one of the best attacking teams in the comp. So, yeah, it's disappointing for me, but like you said, Dylan, good on Southampton. Yeah, no, uh, full credit to Southampton. And I think you're right, Cammy. Like, no one had tabs on them doing as well as they, as they did um, or as they have done. And I think that, that they'll do well to stay up still. Um, like it's, a, it's a long season. And, and you got to remember, like, they, they were top last year. and Everton was top last year. And then they ended up dropping all the way down to 11-10. So any, anything can happen over the course of a season. Um, but... You know, mentioning such like like an overachieving side, um, like I say that lightly, um, Brighton, another overachieving side for what we had them going. I had them going almost bottom. Um, now, I think Leicester were robbed. But regardless of that, Brighton have done really well to come out and win this game. Like, I, I, I thought that, that they, they handled their business in, a, in an effective way and, and full credit to Gra- um, Graham Potter. Um, he's been phenomenal in that in that role, and has really been consistent for for Brighton. Um, yeah, I think that at the moment Brighton are playing with like so much togetherness within mm. within uh, their squad, and you're right, Jaden Graham Potter has done an outstanding job of that. Um, I had a conversation with one of my mates uh, on over the match day, and and we sort of both agreed that. Brighton, you know, although they were one of those teams as well that were tipped to, to um, not be in that top 10, um, we, we sort of had a conversation and said that they have full potential to almost do what Burnley did um, those few years ago and really push, you know, that top eight. I mean, obviously, it's very, very early days. But yeah, uh, if you see that, that form, um, if you see Brighton keep that form, you never know what can happen. Well, they're really showing that um, seagulls can fly, boys. I sort of shit on them the last step. <laughs> oh, no. I sort of had to eat my words here. Hey, they're really taking that seagull to flying pretty high. Um, I think that Brendan Rogers is going to be a bit upset here um, with how they defended. Um, coming off the City game where they put their body on the line nearly every every single time they could, they concede to two um, two set pieces here. Well, obviously, one's a pen, but it came from a set piece, and the other goal came from a set piece too. I feel like 
I don't know what happened, but it just didn't look like they were up for the fight and they didn't want to get that ball. Like, they didn't want to win that ball aggressively as they should. I feel I, I 100% do. I think it was a mentality thing. Um, I think that they, they they come off the game against City on a high, like having defended so well and kind of took it for granted. Like, if, like it's like a like when United went to Southampton, it's like, oh, we get, we'd have to show up. We're going to win. I think that's sort of what Leicester were going with. And, and yes, they were robbed. Um, I think that they could have at least had a point or, or, or all three. I don't know why that goal was was disallowed. Um, like they get, they said it was because he was in the in the way of the keeper, and he he was not in the way of the keeper. In an off in an offside position, yeah. Yeah, but he, but he wasn't even in the way. Um, he was about I, a meter to the left. Yeah, literally. But I think that the lack of activity again. I'm going to echo this throughout the the next coming months. I think if they continue to struggle. But the lack of activity in the transfer market has proved costly for Leicester. Mm. Um, they really only got out and bought Pats and Dakar and, and, and Kemi, mate. If you if you were Brendan Rodgers, right, and you and you're looking at your current underperforming side, if you got given like a certain amount of money in January, what would where where would you strengthen? Like, what do you who do you think needs to be strengthened there? Wide areas. Like like old Brighton, like we said last week. Yeah, I think, yeah, I was just about to say, I think that's deja vu a bit because I think we mm-hmm. talked about it before. But, yeah, for me, that hasn't changed. It's, it's still those wide areas. We, Leicester still need a bit of depth there. Um, I do want to echo what Dylan said, though. I think that it's that we can we can say that Brighton are playing well, which they are. But um, if you're a Leicester fan and if you're Brennan Rodgers, you are very, very disappointed um, to back up from a, from a, a very well-strung defensive display against City to like that uh, against Brighton. So I don't, I'm not sure what Leicester are going to do moving forward here. I'm, I'm interested to see what happens over the next three weeks. But, um, yeah, it's yeah, it's a tough one for me. It's, I think you just got to see what happens. I think Linky Nacho needs to start. Um, yeah, that actually, yeah, sorry, Jaden, you just reminded me. That's actually... Uh, I went on Leicester's fan page and just had a bit of a look about what the mm. what the fans were saying and 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 mate, they were ropeable. They do not hold back those Foxes fans. No, mate. bro, they don't. Um, just smashing Brendan Rodgers about the front three because I mean I didn't watch them in the Europa League, but apparently they played really well in attack. So mm, um, they and they just yeah they just had the shits with Brendan Rodgers. So uh, like I said, mate, uh, who knows what's going to happen? Just watch this space, I guess. Yeah. It's it's hard when when you've got you're over league and and then you're playing like a few days later in the league and and you got to rotate. But for teams like that, they don't have as much depth. Um, like you said, Kemi, I think it was last week on episode five. You said that, that it was going to be interesting for a lot of teams that had Europe um, to to see how they would go. Um, and I think we'll move into two teams that had Europe this this past week. Um, honestly. West Ham can feel hard done by. United can feel hard done by because there were pens both ways. It could have been given. Mate, my my only notes for this game was Ollie. That was it. They were the <laughs> notes I had. Ollie. I I don't know how how else to say it, but but Ollie was just. He started Mc McFred, so McTominay and Fred in the in the middle, and McTominay hasn't played in four weeks. Fred's been been very mediocre. He started Pogba on the left against a, a very decent right back in in Sufau. Sufau, yeah. And we've gone to West Ham to East London 
and we've struggled to beat a West Ham side that just played their full-strength team in Europe and then also played without Antonio. Yeah, I, I, Oli got this so wrong, man. He got this so wrong. Um, uh, he's he's gone us to a point where we can be happy with the players we've got and the style of football that he's brought back to the back to United. But he's at that stage where he is not going to be winning us trophies. He's not winning. Like I, I, I woke up to watch that game and I hated it. I hated it as a United fan. Like I hate watching Fred play. I hate seeing Pogba on the wing when we've got the likes of Sancho and and it's just it just sucks, man. Like it really sucks. Well, um, you boys have made it quite clear that you're, you're disappointed in in all these decisions. Um, and we spoke about in the Champions League week how uh, his his um, his inability to adapt to situations. So I want to give um, David Moyes a wrap here because. Um, with Pogba starting on the left there, I don't mm. think I don't think he would have expected that to happen. Um, but he played uh, Safau, their, their right back. He played him so forward that Pogba was pinned back for the majority of that first half anyway. Mm. And th- that's what we talk about, that um, that ability to adapt to, to what's going on. You know, you don't just use that plan A. You have you have so many different things and so many different player roles that you can you can spin with. And I think that um I said a few weeks ago that typically David Moyes' sides uh, struggle coming out of the back and they struggle defensively. Mm. But I thought, um, especially in that first half, the way he dealt with um, just a, a regurgitated United side off the back of a Champions League game, I thought, I thought he did quite well. Well, uh, Fabianski played amazing as well. Oh. The amount oh. of saves that man made. And Kurt Zuma, I think he had a really good game as well. But do you know who didn't have a good game? Harry Maguire, man, he couldn't make a five-yard pass. That's our captain for United. Two oh, times in a row. He didn't have a good game. Harry Maguire, he had a terrible game. Yeah, I thought so. I thought I was going to say. I thought you said he had a good game, and I was like, no, oh, no, cool. no. I said I said who didn't yeah. have a good game. Yeah, nah. Harry Maguire, man, United's captain, our centre back, our record signing centre back, couldn't make a ten-yard pass twice in a row. I I get that that he's professional footballing. He definitely should be making those passes. Um. I mean, like, you're going to have a couple bad games in your career. Like, I'm sure Ronaldo's had a bad game when nothing went right. Like, it's it's going to happen sometimes. Like, Maguire's so consistent. He plays, like, 60 games a year. Uh, like, a, like, 65 games plus a season. And one, one game here, there, where you can't make a pass doesn't hurt too much. It was sort of the same last week, too, though. Like, he had a free kick where he just kicked it out. Like, where we've had nine men he could play it to, and he just kicked it out of the line, and it's gone out. It's like... He's it's he's really inconsistent with playing out at the moment. I think. Yeah, that's. I was just about to say that. Dylan. I think I um I tend to agree with you. I felt like he was well off the pace against West Ham, but I mean, like Jaden said, he can sort of afford that every now and again. But I I think since the Euros, he's one of those players that have been a little inconsistent. Yeah. Um. Now moving on, if we move on to further through that game, now um right at the end, and and look, I know I've just gave David Moyes a wrap. For his decisions that he made that on was, the flight. That was poor. I am so sick of man- I'm so sick of watching managers make those sorts of decisions, mm-hmm. goalkeepers and penalty takers. Um, I mean, we saw in the Euros where Southgate copped all that slack for it. I for me, you just do not put a player on that hasn't kicked the ball for 95 minutes mm-hmm. to, to take a crucial penalty like penalty like that. And I know Mark Noble obviously has a good track record with them. I mean. Well, for what West Ham had to take it, he was 
he would have been my first choice as well. But he's not on the field. Give it to someone else. Give it to Declan Rice. Okay. I don't think Declan Rice would have been able to take a pen as, as clean as, as that. But I, I agree, Timmy. And especially when, when David De Gea, when, when you're doing your preparation, like as a keeper for, for, the, for that team, obviously when you're looking at pens, Mark Noble's the first one. You look yeah. at you do your analysis on where he's going to go, where he likes to go, what he could do. De Gea probably, ha- like, they hadn't saved a pen in seven years. Yeah, I, I, I read that. It was like 40-something pens or something. Remember that penalty shootout where we lost? Um, you know, semi, was it semi-final or grand final? It's, uh, it was the final of the Euro League. Yeah, that was that was terrible, man. He should have saved so many. Of them. Yeah, he had like three of them on his on his <laughs> same side, and he yeah yeah either went under him or he just parried them into the. Now I remember talking about it. I just don't see why why um Donny didn't start. Like he had a great first half, I thought against young boys, and he'd been subbed, so he's fresh, right? He's been subbed half time, so he's fresh. But he just start. He loves McFred, and it does my head in. Ollie hates him. I swear, Ollie hates Donny for and some he reason. Loves McFred. He loves. I don't McFred. get it though, like because. They're both so McTominay's not at that level where he's making consistent amount of passes. Like he's um some of his passes go astray, but it's the same as Fred. You need that player who you can give the ball, they'll they'll play one, two touch football and they'll keep the ball moving and keep the ball for your side. I don't understand why he's not playing Donnie. It got to the point where I was happy to see Maddich. Yeah, oh, he's saying oh, no. he at least tries <laughs> oh, to play no. a forward pass sometimes. I mean, like he's he assisted Lingard. Fred wouldn't have played that pass. You know what I mean? Is um is McFred a is that a United thing or is that a Jaden thing? It's a no, United it's a United thing. thing. It's a United. It's thing. like I'm, so. I'm so a... we coined it. So there's McSauce, and there's Fred, and so we coined it McFred because that's all these favourites in a mid pairing. So you guys are worrying about your team's form, but you you you've got a fan base that's naming centre midfielders after a Macersburger. Because <laughs> they're shit like Macersburgers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, we're not getting a sponsor out of McDonald's. I think that um, a, lot of, a lot of people have said uh, very contrasting things about that game. A lot of people I've talked to have said mm. uh, United deserved the win. A lot of people I've talked to have said West Ham deserved the win. Um, honestly, if West Ham stopped that penalty, I think a draw is a fair result there. But... Um, yeah, I just I just hope Ole gets it right in the next few weeks. <laughs> oh, so do I, man. He's not going to. He's not. Um, he's, he's really not. He's a horrible manager. And speaking of another horrible manager, <laughs> what the hell is Farker? Park? Farker? Daniel Fark, yeah. What is he doing? He just benched Tozolis, who played absolutely awesome against Arsenal. Like, he was easily their best player. And he's benched Cantwell. Two weeks in a row. He He's doesn't like the pram. He doesn't like the pram. He wants to go back down. He doesn't like Has it. To. That's it. I, I just don't know what he's doing. Like, like Zolas was so, so good against Arsenal. Easily their best player. He benched him. No, he, has copped a, he has copped a lot of slack in media the last few days too, Jaden. He should. About that, yeah. yes. Um, it's, it's almost like he's, he's, um, he's just overthinking it and just... Oh, this side didn't get me a win. Maybe I'll change it. But, yeah, it doesn't quite work. Oh, like Ollie, mate. Yeah, I think you're right. But um, Norwich, uh, I'm just not sure. I mean, I said this at the very start of the of the uh, Premier League episode. I said, Norwich are going to struggle struggle these first four or five weeks. They're not going to get any points. It's going to hurt them. I just, I, I just don't see a point here when Norwich recover 
Yeah, Norwich is in the mud, mate. <laughs> it's just as bad as City, to be honest with you. It's as bad as City. <laughs> Jaden, you having a lot yeah, of favour? They are horrible. Um, I was waiting for you boys to continue on because I thought you had a point to make. Um, sorry, boys. I was just looking on my notes. Um, I actually love the way Watford played this game. Um, like, like obviously, we can talk about how bad Norwich were and, and the, the team selection, but I think you can't take anything away from Watford and how well how well they played. Um, I think Saar was phenomenal. I would have yeah, liked to have seen him leave leave two summers ago um, to, to be further developed as a player now, but, I mean, the potential is gone. He can still be a decent player, um, someone of Zaha's level, in my opinion. But um, I just – I love the way Watford played. I, I drafted in Dennis for my fantasy uh, team with Antonio, and he scored me a goal. I like their wing backs. Um, I think that Watford Watford are going to stay up. Honestly, I think they can take enough points away from from enough teams, and I think they'll be able to stay up. Uh, especially when they play against the big teams, I think that they low block served them well against like Tottenham, for example. Um, I think they might be able to pull the Southampton, maybe get a draw against a big six team, but. I mean, hey, literally, it's just it's it's so hard to call. Like we say it almost every week, but it's so hard to tell this early into the season. Like we're we're five game weeks in, and we still don't know what the ceiling is for Watford or where they're going to finish. It's so predictable, unpredictable. Like the premise. That's what's so good about it. It's so unpredictable. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I mean, like a lot of teams have lost lost ground to to Liverpool and and um, Chelsea. Like they've had the same um, record, I think. I think I saw that. They had the same exact uh, record. Um, like, it's just, you can't guess where, where they're going. Um, but, Kemi, mate, i got a question for you. If you're Norwich, do you stick with Daniel Farker, or Daniel Fark, sorry, till January, give him a January, let him try, do you stick with him, or do you just sack him sooner rather than later? Oh, I think if you asked me five weeks ago, I would have said stick with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, he's sort of proven now over the last couple of weeks that he hasn't got that 11 right. But I don't know, man. I mean, they're like I said, I think they're going to find it really hard to recover. And, I mean, they have had some harder fixtures starting the season and they weren't at full strength to start. But... Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. That's that's a that's a big call. I mean, I'm sure um, the Norwich board is uh, that's yeah. saying the same thing, Jaden. Um, yeah, who knows? It's another one of those those things that you just you watch this space and just wait and see what happens. I think that they could have definitely taken points from from last game, the game of like Arsenal, and then this game as well. And I think they definitely could have taken points, but they've just got the team lineup so wrong. But hey. Or like you said, Kevin, all you gotta do is watch this space, bro. You just gotta watch this space and 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 really hope for the best. Um, and I hate to do this to you, Kemi. I just want a brief, brief um, breakdown on your side. So your second favorite team again struggled against Newcastle. <laughs> second favorite team, yeah. They are. They are. <laughs> You're a boy at heart, but they struggled. It, it against- goes- Sorry, it goes it goes Milan, Leeds, then City. Oh, yeah, shut that's up. it, that's it, that's it. <laughs> um no, they, they struggled against a, a very um lethargic 
Newcastle side, I thought they, I thought the while Newcastle played well, they haven't got a lot of quality. Um, I just, I just want to know again, like what were your takeaways, but but how do Leeds move forward? I swear you only ask me these questions because you want me to shit on them again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, spot on, but I love no, it. No, you're right, man. You're right. It's um, it's. <laughs> I've said the last two or three weeks, it's going to happen for Leeds. It's going to happen for Leeds. And yet again, it hasn't happened for Leeds. Um, I think it's the first time since Bielsa's been at the helm that they've gone five games winless. Um, I think so. Once again, slow, disjointed final third. A number of chances that they should have done better. Um they didn't really even score off a shot. I mean, Rafina's that was a cross all day. Yeah, for sure. 100% across. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I'd love to say next week's the week, <laughs> <laughs> like I've been saying, but... Who have they got next week? Oh, I don't know, man. I'll have a look. I'll have a look real well, quick. Why is look at that? I'm just happy to say Maxie's still scoring. So, yeah, say Maxie. They've got West Ham, sorry. Um... Yeah, no, Maxi Maxi did well. He was exciting, like he always is. Oh, um, yeah, sure, yeah, look, I, I think, um, I mean, I can say it all I want, Jaden. Like next week's the week. Next week's yeah. the week. But I think uh, picking up points against West Ham next week is crucial for Leeds. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. Is Mikel Antonio back? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was yeah. a, a two week. I think it was only one week. Yeah, it was a yellow, two yellow cards, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was. Yeah, I mean, it was sort of high, so I guess they could have like reviewed it and then. What a killer know. to the start of your season, eh? He was going. He was in such good form. He still is. He scored in Europe, mate. Oh, did he? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I should pay more attention to Europa League, eh? Yeah, probably, probably. Um, <laughs> all right, lads. I think that we should move on to um, Aston Villa Everton now, real quick. Yeah. Um, I think it was a a, a belter of game. Um, it probably would have been more more entertaining than the United West Ham game, that's for sure. Um, we got to see some Leon Bailey in his in, in his like true true self. I thought he he's was class, funny. bro. I thought he's he was class. phenomenal. Uh, they, that's such a steal. Thirty million for him, oh, mate. That is a bargain and a half from Aston Villa. And I'm, much as I hate him, Matty Cash, that was some goal. It was, bro. That was some goal. I mean, he looks like Grealish, does he not? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, he actually does a bit, eh? It's like, I saw a meme, it was like, oh, you got my headband, you got my hairstyle, you can have my scoring ability too. He's, he's oh. literally trying to mimic Grealish. Well, whatever is happening, they're showing that they can do it without Grealish. It's pretty good to watch. Do we know how long Calvin Lewin's out? I don't. I don't personally know. No. Cam, do you no, know? I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, um... Is the it that ongoing ever, injury? The only time I ever really keep up with injuries is when if if a player's in my fantasy side. Because <laughs> then I'm always stressing about what I need to do. But um, um, sorry, back onto the football. I think um, Villa have given Everton a taste of their own medicine here. Three mm. goals in quick succession. The same thing that Everton did last week. Um, they never recovered. And when you concede, I mean, Benita said it as well in the post-match. He said, um, when you concede two goals that quick, that late, it is very, very hard to recover, and Everton struggled with that. And Everton really could have scored before that. Yes, they could have, yeah. They had a yeah. really, really good chance for that, and if they'd scored a different game... Yeah, it's the same thing. Changes the Burnley, game completely. Mate. 
Same thing happened with Burnley. That's if, if you quick fire them like that, that late, it's it's very, very hard for opposition to recover. One hundred percent. And I think Aston Villa, like I, I said last week that they needed to find their their sense of style, and I think that they sort of got there. Um I would like to see a little more of them. Obviously, it's they won three 0 against a good Everton side, like an Everton side has been good. But I'd still like to see a little, a little bit more out of them. Um, well, it's a good first solid result for them. It is, but I'm, I'm just excited. I just want to see a, like true style, like because at the moment it just seems like they're playing different every single week. Yeah, they they need to get their own brand of football to be more consistent. I reckon. I think I think suddenly on Bailey's probably uh, the first step. Um, getting Ings and um, Watkins firing together is the next. Um, uh, after that, I don't know. And once Bailey starts pulling strings with them, like consistently, like knowing where mm. they are, how they play with each other, it's it's they're going to look really strong, man. I think so. I think I think Aston Villa will be one of those teams that gets stronger week after week. Um, hopefully, hopefully they don't fall off. I'd like to see them make Europe with the, with the exciting te- team and, and youth that they've got. Um, like that Jordan Ramsey, bro, he had a f- another phenomenal game for Aston Villa. He's a great player, eh? He is so, so good. And his brother's just as good. Yeah. I think he was on the bench. <laughs> Imagine having, having twin brothers be that good. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Are they twins? I might have just made it back. I don't know if they're twins or not. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, lads. Uh, I think that's enough on that game week. We'll move on to goal of the week. Um, I just mentioned it. My goal of the week is Matty Cash. I don't like him. I uh, don't like the way he looks. I don't. I personally don't think he's a great player, but it was some goal. It was a great goal. Uh, my, my goal of the week, please. Controversial one. He didn't celebrate after it, but he was oh. forced to by Bruno. <laughs> by Bruno and Cristiano. <laughs> it's going to be Lingard. It's, it's just, just because it's purely controversial... I'm not going to pick Kieda's goal, even though it's a typical midfielder Kata. bomb. Kieda, whatever his name is. But that was a bomb. But just because of how controversial it was, Lingard back at, at um, East London, scoring that, it was just class. It was a good goal, though, to be fair. It was a great finish. It Dylan, was. You've just, you, just banged on about over the last couple of weeks about <laughs> loving the way when midfielders score those goals. Yeah, well, Jones My man has up. kicked Jesse Lingard. <laughs> Back at West Ham. Yeah. It was a good goal, though. It was what? a great goal. You know what, Dylan? You know what, Dylan? That was actually my choice as well, just for the pure fact that Ronaldo and Bruno bullied him into Wait, celebrating. They did. Wait, bro, they were pushing him. They were like, yeah. they like really yeah. threw him into the crowd, bro. I was like, this is like abuse. Like, this is, it is abuse, I know. Um, <laughs> my goal of the week is going to be uh, Navigator. I think the technique there is is brilliant. I actually thought it was, was um, butchered a little bit, the technique. Like, it... Like, it just felt like when you kick it with your weak foot and it comes off the inside of the boot wrong. Yeah, but he's still got, you know, he's he's got his knee over the ball. He stayed low. It's just bang. Yeah. yeah he gave the Cantona stare as well after it. Just made it. Yeah, he did. He didn't know what to do. It was, it was like a cherry on top. What, what even was it, dude? Yeah. It was like he's, a cherry on top. I think he sort of um surprised himself. But, um, sorry, I know we're on goal of the week, but how good, how wholesome is it to watch uh, Kante for Chelsea um, and he was so shy. When he wait, when he scored, he didn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I love the man. Eh? He's, oh, he's he a, should have yeah, won a Ballon d'Or. He's, he's, he's a wonderful <laughs> human being. He's a wonderful human being. Um, boys, 
I got a question um, before we do some tips real quick. Now, we talked at the start of the season about who we thought were gonna, was, was going to be the top four, right? Are we starting to see a top four take shape? Five, five weeks in. City, United, Liverpool, Chelsea. Yeah, I think I think that you could you could say that. I I think Chelsea have proved, like we said before, that they're genuine title contenders. They'll be up there. I think Liverpool have as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they they've proven the last few weeks they can score goals. They can keep them out, um, even with the squad rotation. So um, Liverpool as well. Um, City, uh, a city. Good going forward. We can we can score five or six a game. They'll be there as well. Um, United, I, I mean Ronaldo's Ronaldo, and Ronaldo brings what he does to it. To a and side. Ollie's Ollie, and Ollie's and, Ollie. Exactly, Dylan. But Ollie's Ollie. So I'm not too sure. But um, yeah, I think the teams that you've you've mentioned there, Jaden. Yeah, I think it is starting to take take shape a little. Well, I can't really add any more there. That's that you sort of just hit that on the nail. Except for City can't. Score a goal against Southampton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's only because Sterling's Sterling's just just crap. All right, tips for the next week, boys. Um, I think we should we should rattle these off. Hopefully, we can get some more right than we did last week because I know that I had a shocker. I picked the first one. I picked the draw between Leeds and Newcastle, and then I struggled. So we got blockbuster Saturday night. This is great and bad at the same time. We've got City Chelsea. And United Aston Villa at nine thirty. Now, Cammy, obviously you're going to be watching the City game, I assume, and we'll be watching United, obviously. Um, but I'm going to go. Arnie goes Chelsea. I think Tuchel's got Pep's number. I think you're an idiot, and I think City will win. Yeah, you're, of course you're going to think that though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Oh no, you guys are just really jumped straight into this. This is a big game, and you just both just like instantly just said. I... Think I think we've talked enough about. Team. I think we've talked enough about both these teams the yeah. last hour. So yeah, I think there's as yeah. um, much that needs to be said. We're just going to be echoing ourselves. So Jaden's going Chelsea. Uh, I'm going City. Go on, Dylan. I'm going Chelsea. You're kidding. <laughs> oh, Tuchel well, has his number. Pep's just got it so wrong against Southampton. I feel like Chelsea are flying high at the moment. I feel like they take their winning form. Into this game, and they beat City. <laughs> you look Emmy. miserable. You look Where's so Ferran miserable. Torres? Where's Ferran Torres? Where's Ferran Torres? Great question. Don't know. <laughs> Actually, so good in that nine for the first four weeks, and then he's just disappeared. Yeah. Look, I, I don't know if something happened in the Champions League, mate. I'm not sure. I was watching, uh, like I said, when the Champions League happens, I'm more Milan until they get knocked out. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think Pep got it. Horribly wrong, Dylan. Like you said, I think it was more so the the eleven. Yeah, um, in, which is his choice of, in, in terms of no, in terms of performance. But um, yeah, yeah. Now nah, City, Chelsea, Chelsea. Okay, two one. We'll we'll see, right. we'll see how it goes next week. All right, we'll we'll, we'll watch this space next episode. All right, United Aston Villa. Um, knowing knowing Ollie, knowing us, it'll be a draw. Draw. I think that Aston Villa will come out. They'll take it to us. Leon Bailey's going to score, and then Ronaldo will score a pen. Well, I'm hoping that um, Oli pulls his head in and gets Not a win gone. here. I'm going United for the win. It's been three years, Dylan. He's lost like eight eight semi-finals in a in a Europa League final. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going United. Can we, mate? 
Um, I'm going to go if Aston Villa can just extend those periods that they're dominant for, I'm going to go draw as well. Fair, fair. I like that you didn't say Aston Villa win then. I would have been upset. Because I still don't think they'll win. I think, they'll, I think it'll be a draw. No, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think United will lose at home, but I do think, I do think they drop points. All right. Everton Norwich. Pains me to say it. I'm going Everton because I love Norwich. I love the team they've got. But their manager sucks. It's like watching another Ollie and it's horrible. Both my teams have got shit managers. <laughs> I'm going. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll jump on that wagon as well, Jay. I think Everton bounce back and they, they take three points here as well. Yeah, I'm Everton too, boys. Yeah, pretty straightforward. All right. Leeds, West Ham. I'm going West Ham because I think Antonio's going to come back with a bang. Um, I think he's going to have a great game. I think Leeds have been horrible this, this season. Not much more you can say. Kemi's not happy. He's, la- he's <laughs> laughing because he knows that I'm going to pick West Ham. I, want, I reckon West Ham win here, but I want Daniel James to score a goal. I, I don't know how he's played. I think that um, I've said Leeds win every time we do this. So <laughs> I, 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 don't want to tip, I don't want to tip against them because honestly, it's got to come soon, like I keep saying. So yeah, one instead, instead of saying a Leeds win, I'm going to go a draw. Draw. That, that means that you've got to either got to keep West Ham out or score a goal. And you haven't two been doing it either. It's, it's going to be a two-one draw. Calvin Phillips will score a bomb. It's going to happen. I predicted it. All right. Leicester Burnley. Thank you, Kemi. I, I'm going to go Leicester. I think that, that they're going to be out for blood after that loss to Brighton. Mentality will be switched on. Wouldn't be surprised if Brendan Rodgers... Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Brendan Rodgers whipped him into, into form in training, to be honest. Bit of I reckon we have a... Training. I reckon we have a draw here. Um, seeing that they... No, like, seeing that they um couldn't really defend set pieces that well and Burnley really only that's score true. set pieces, I'm going a draw. A yeah, I think that, that's a good point, um, Dylan. I think Burnley... Uh, Jaden touched on it a couple of weeks ago or last week. They're, um, they're a team that's benefiting from this from these uh, more lenient reps. And I think that if they can get those set pieces, I, I think that they do cause a lot of trouble here. I, I think it's going to be a draw as well. You boys are just picking the same same results. Chelsea? City? That's the only one. <laughs> oh, only one. Great, Leeds, West Ham? Leeds, West Ham? think alike. All right. Um, Watford, Newcastle. Oh, this one's a hard one. It is a hard one. This is a very hard We're one. Going I liked what I saw out of them against Norwich. I think they can keep that, that up. They, they, they beat a very um, low on quality Newcastle side. I'm going a draw. A draw? I'd say this one's a draw. Okay. Yeah. We're about to set okay. the record with the most draws in a game week. Dylan's right with these, I reckon. <laughs> Dylan I said like a draw three times. I Dylan said three draws. Know. Dylan doesn't know to pick, so he just goes draw. Just draw, yeah. Panic button, bank, draw, draw. No way, <laughs> no. I panic think button, that Watford. Panic I button, Lukaku. I think Watford <laughs> dominate this game, but if St. Maximum can get on the score sheet again, I reckon they have a draw. I think this is a uh, this is a hard one to pick, but I think if Newcastle can finish their chances, I think they get it done. So I'm going to go Newcastle. Um, next one is Brentford Liverpool. Talked about this before, <laughs> before we got on the on the recording. Um, Dylan was like, oh, it's going to be a good game. 
I think Liverpool got too much quality. Um, I think that the fairy tale start for Brentford ends here. Um, Liverpool are just they're too good. <laughs> I, I think they're I, too good. I don't even care. Salah's taking his shirt off for scoring tap-ins, man. I'm going Brentford all out here. Brentford got the dub. Yeah, what was that? Uh, he scores a tap-in and takes his shirt off. like, And then, oh, I just don't get it, man. I don't get it at all. Like, that's well, not it annoyed me take... to no end because he was my captain in fantasy and it's double minus points when, you, when he gets yeah. a yellow card. So oh, it really frustrated me. Um, I'm going to echo what Jaden said. I think Liverpool will be too good here. I think the fairy tale... <laughs> The fairy tale sort of comes to an end. Um, although I think Brentford will still give them a game, um, I, I think it's a Liverpool win. Um, another hard one to pick on paper: Southampton Wolves. It depends, really. On I'm going Southampton. Really? Sorry, Jay, cut you off. Yeah, I'm going Southampton. Wow. I feel like they're they're going really good at keeping play like teams out, and. They're, they're that rough and good, like in defence, and Neves has been a bit of a sook lately. But I feel like um, I feel like Southampton take the win here. All right, I think it depends solely on whether Wolves want to play for ninety minutes or not. Uh, if they play for twenty five minutes, and Southampton get the dub, but if they want to play for 70, 70 75 minutes, I think that the Wolves will take the win here. Yeah, I I'm gonna agree with Jaden again. Um, I think. Uh, take nothing away from what Ralph's done. I think mm-hmm. Southampton are once again okay. one of the one of the overachievers of the season so far. Um, but I think that uh, Wolves Wolves will get it done over the ninety if they stay to form. That's fair enough. The big one for this, or not the big one, but the big one on this day, yeah. um, London Derby. I don't know what to call here. Yeah, this is tough. They're all pretty tough this week. This, eh? is, this is a tough game week to call, I think. Yeah. Um, my tipping's not going to be good. I'll tell you that much. Um, I don't. I don't know because I. I would like to say London's going to be white, but. And Harry Kane normally plays well against Arsenal, but he's. You know what? The, I'm going to go Tottenham, right? Only because I think this will be the game that Harry Kane will want to win. I don't think he'll want to lose the derby, and so I'm going. Tottenham for this. I reckon this is going to be a stalemate. I reckon I'm going to draw You're for all. this. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, draw, I was, yeah, I was going to go with draw as well. That's a fair call, boys. I was draw for the London Derby? Nice. Yeah, cool. I reckon draw as well. Both um, black in class at the moment. We've got Palace and Brighton to close it out. This is another tough one. Do Brighton yeah. keep it going? Do Crystal Palace play as well as they did Against even they even played decent against Liverpool. They probably could have had one or two. Um, I do. I I don't know what to call. Crystal Palace, please. Crystal Palace. I'm going to go yeah. Crystal Palace. I think uh, Crystal Palace back at Selhurst Park. If they can, yeah. um, if they can play with the same confidence that they did against Tottenham, uh, I'd, I'd look. I'd love to say Brighton, but I'm going to go Palace as well. Why would you like to say Brighton? Tell me. Just because they've done so well. I mean, we've talked about it for 10 minutes. They've, they've, they've done so well to start this season. I think it would just be awesome to see a team like Brighton do what Burnley did um, a few Jayden, years ago. Jaden, he's the type of bloke that goes down to the beach just to feed the seagulls. He loves it. <laughs> um, lads, that's, I think that if, if you guys haven't got anything else to say, I think that'll do us. Yeah, I think we wrap that up. 
Kemi, I think we wrap that up. You want to mention? Um, yeah, this is. Wait, it's well, been a. It's been a. Um, it's been a good week to cover this week. I think there's there was some exciting games with some really weird results again. Yeah, no, I think it was uh, an interesting week. Like Dill said earlier in the in the podcast, like it's it's so, so good because it's unpredictable. Yeah, and yeah. we just looked at the tips then for the next week, and it's like you don't even know who to call. Mm. So I I think it was um it was a good good week of football. Um, I think that it was it's going to be another good week of football. King for Champions League, obviously. Um, uh, it was a good episode, boys. I always love getting down and chat with you boys. Dylan, you're the only one drinking. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to leave for the missus after this, but, mate, banner and beers. I love it. We tried. Every, yeah, we tried. We tried. Every yeah. Monday, Tuesday, boys, getting on the beers, but no one ever wants to do it with me. Cam, Cam actually did the first couple. Last um, Tuesday, I was. Oh, Jaden was drinking. Yeah, and Thursday even. Thursday, I was too. I just don't want to... Um, I don't want to. I don't want to cloud the judgment, you know. And you're still sick too. So. <laughs> yeah, it's still a bit crook. So, um, anyway, we'll wrap this up. Uh, we are three blokes in lockdown. If you haven't worked out already, uh, we have next to no idea what we're banging on about. We're just here for some banner beers. Uh, we'll see you next time from the spot. <laughs>